Welcome to Coming Out Evil. I'm Harley Honey. And I'm Mick Sedusa. Join our descent into villainy. I feel like it's been a while since we've recorded. A little bit. How exciting. Yeah. yeah. We're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Do you want to tell them a little bit about what we're doing today? Oh my god. So what we're doing today is we're going to be reading Am I the Asshole posts off of Reddit. And we'll be rating them on a scale of 1 to 5. 1 being not an asshole and 5 being an asshole. Especially like as we talk about radical villainy as a form of self-care. I'm very excited to see these because I think some of them are straight up self-care and just setting boundaries and I wish more people knew that. Not wondering if they're an asshole for doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. I'm also looking for forward to doing this mostly just because i like to judge people Fair. i like to be judgmental <laughs> love being a hater yeah okay let's try one all right so let's start with this one am i the asshole for telling my sister-in-law to stop talking about her miscarriage who buddy okay <laughs> oh my my 37 male wife 37 female is pregnant with our first bio child we tried to have a baby in our 20s went through fertility treatments and nothing worked this pregnancy was a huge surprise and is a high-risk pregnancy my wife is 20 weeks now my brother and sister-in-law have three kids age five through eight sister-in-law was pregnant again this summer and had a miscarriage at 21 weeks they were obviously devastated and we felt awful for them my sister-in-law talks about her miscarriage a lot which is understandable but it has been making my wife really anxious so i first asked my brother if they he and the sister-in-law can just stop bringing up the miscarriage in front of my wife he said sure and stopped but sister-in-law didn't so i asked her too and she said that she will try she didn't stop oh no yesterday they came to visit us with the kids to stay a couple days for Halloween. At lunch, my sister-in-law said to my wife, 20 weeks now, huh? I remember feeling the baby at 20 weeks. Sadly, we lost him at 21. <laughs> and my wife had a panic attack. We, wife and I, left the room and I came back 30 minutes later and just lost it at my sister-in-law. I told her, just for once, shut the hell up about her miscarriage. I feel like an ass, so really, am I the asshole? <sighs> so this is... <laughs> I really wanted to make sure we did this one. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is one of those ones where you read the title and you're like, what the fuck, dude? You're an asshole. Yeah. And then you read it and you're like, oh, wait. It's more complicated. That was a boundary for a very good reason, actually. <laughs> like... So I think we should write down our ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready as well. Okay. And... Yeah. Same rating. We both gave it a one. Yeah. That's, like, he set the boundary with the brother-in-law. He then told the sister-in-law directly, and she said she will try. But then for her to not only break the boundary knowingly, but to say something so absolutely, like, neglectful to the current present situation, like... Yeah. That felt so uncalled for. Like, on top of the boundary already being broken, like... Yeah, like, why would you say that? Why would you say... That just feels so on purpose, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember being 20 weeks. It's weird because it's like, miscarriages are heavy, right? And, like, absolutely deserve all the space and time in the world to talk about that mm -hmm. in its place, right? But, like, it's like, imagine if you saw somebody getting married and you're like, yeah, I was married once and then we got divorced and it ruined my life. Like, you know, it's like, if somebody's, yeah. I don't know, it's just like, damn, like, let people live, let people, like, not 
having panic attacks about what could happen. Like, you need to process that somewhere else. Like, yeah, big on the process it somewhere else part. You know, not everybody needs to be your emotional support. Yeah. Not everybody consents to that. And I think, too, something about oversharing. I think a lot of us who have been through traumatic things tend to lean towards oversharing. But it's like, that's there's a need not being met. You keep sharing because you're not getting your need met. These yeah. people are not going to be able to be sympathetic to you. You're not going to get the reassurance you need from these people. So you need to stop oversharing with the wrong people and figure out what you actually need and go to the people who can help with that. Because yeah. this ain't it. <laughs> and it feels like a fueled by jealousy almost. You know, not just coping. Like, the needs to make such a close comparison yeah i can't even imagine that kind of jealousy like whoa yeah like whoa like wow and again like absolutely deserves empathy in its time and place but that was not it you were not going to get it from that couple and they had already told you that like so yeah one not the asshole at all (laughs) yeah not the asshole yeah we've made our verdicts okay so for this next one you just noticed that the user deleted Ooh, their account he deleted his account it's yeah. gonna be juicy i'm excited <laughs> so the title is am i the asshole for reporting a delivery driver who i thought was lying to get out of doing more work what a title okay so throwaway account because i don't want this linked to my main red flag <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so today for lunch, I decided to order from a Mexican restaurant through one of those food delivery services. I've had a bad experience or two where my order was missing some items, but the driver would always be gone before I realized and could catch them to fix the issue. I'd always have to report it through the app support chat, which is such a pain to use because they obviously outsource their representatives and it's frustrating trying to communicate with them. I usually give up after a few messages back and forth. When my driver arrived, I told her to stay so that I could check the bag and make sure everything was there. I noticed she kind of raised her eyebrow for a moment, but otherwise she stood quietly and waited. Sure enough, a couple things were missing. I politely said she needed to return to the restaurant and get my missing items. In a very neutral, rehearsed sounding tone, she said that it's quote, against company policy to do that and I should contact support through the app, end quote. I explained that I preferred not to deal with support. She said they're the only ones who can help and she's really not supposed to go back to the restaurant. I was a bit annoyed at this point, so I asked what the company policy was on making sure orders were correct. She said that restaurants close the bags for drivers and they're not meant to open them or the containers inside. Something about food safety violations and not being trained? Question mark? After a moment, she apologized for the trouble and left. To me, this just sounds like a bunch of BS excuses to get out of doing her whole job. If they can't go back to the restaurant, how are customers supposed to get their food or money back? If they can't open bags to check orders, how do they even know they're delivering the right food? It makes no sense to me. So on the page where I rate my driver and can leave feedback, I made note of my situation and explained why I thought she was in the wrong. I then left one star and revoked my tip. Oh, oh. <laughs> a bit later, I was talking to my sister over the phone, who I thought would enjoy the story because she works for a different but similar delivery company. My sister said, did you actually think she was going to go back to the restaurant? I laughed 
thinking she was taking a dig at a competing company's driver, but she said, I'm not joking, you literally reported her for following the rules. At first, I thought my sister had misunderstood a part of the story or something, so I kind of brushed it off. But now, based on her reaction, and what both her and the driver said, I'm wondering if they're right. Am I the asshole for reporting her and taking my tip back because I thought she was lying? Ooh, buddy. <laughs> there's so much about... We should do the rating first and then we can get into it in Kiki, because there's just a lot with this one. Yes, oh my gosh. The sounds of Marker scribbling on notepads. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I couldn't hear what number it was. <laughs> I really tried. I was like, huh. I mean, I'm sure you know. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, show each other these ratings. Da -da. Yeah, five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a yeah. couple things about this. The I thought she lied. So it's just like, you, you can think a lot of things. Yeah. But what do you know? And lied about what? The other thing, too, this is very much reads like a man to me for a lot of oh, reasons. Oh, for sure. Right? For sure. But especially the, the fact that he told her to stay didn't say hey can i check my bag real quick hey can like none of that right yeah. which to me just reeks of entitlement and mm -hmm. reeks of instrumentalism like you stay there because i need you to and i'm not going to explain myself like just yeah it was just weird from the jump so all of that but then clearly this person's also never worked in the food industry before because oh yeah those food safety regulations are no joke they are tight they are very tight like i worked at kidoba and they do not fuck around with that shit like yeah you can get in a lot of trouble yeah so it's just like no shut up Shut up! <laughs> and it's interesting too because today when we ordered food and the drink was missing. Oh, yeah. That explains why they couldn't go back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's interesting how complicated this whole, like, it sucks. Like, I yeah. I hear that, but wow, he was a big old asshole. And then to revoke yeah. the tip after she did the work already, like. Yeah, the revoking the tip is wild to me because you thought that maybe she was lying. You revoked tangible money. You like, don't want to even just Google that for Yeah, like, that wasn't necessary. You could have even called customer support and been like, tell me the policy right now, you literally. know? In fact, that's what she encouraged them to do. That is true. She literally gave them that out. Yeah. And then also to have a sister that also works in the industry, like you could have called her being like, hey, can I get your input on this? Mm -hmm. Right? That's another reason it feels just cishet man to me. Like, Yeah. And the wild thing is I normally like to be on the side of people who are like, you know, getting food delivered and wanting their service to be good because like I'm disabled. So it's important to me. Yeah. Right, that my food get delivered a certain way so that I have access to it easily, you know? And so normally I like to be like, you know what? Yeah, like you're paying for a service, blah, blah, blah. Like there are accessibility concerns mostly is my worry. But this was not that at all. Yeah, no. I also, I don't know if it was just me, but I definitely felt some like racist undertones happening a little bit. Like, oh. why'd you mention it's a Mexican restaurant and there's always shit missing? Yeah. Why'd you mention that they obviously outsource their representatives? Yeah. Like, it feels, it's giving dog whistle. Those did feel kind of microaggressive. Now yeah. That you point that out. You could have just said, I ordered from a restaurant, things are missing. Like, why? You could have even said, I ordered from a restaurant that things tend to be missing. From. Yeah. You know, see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's weird with dog whistle shit like that because it's, people will say it not even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like, maybe consciously you weren't trying to do that, but somewhere in there, this is what's happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, yeah. The whole place is just nasty. Just icky. Disgusting. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> the twang. Yuck. Nasty. <laughs> Despicable. <laughs>
am I the asshole for making my roommate replace my garlic that she used? This one sounds pretty cookie cutter already. But yeah. last week I came home and my roommate told me that without asking me, she had used the garlic I had in the fridge. I was bothered that she didn't bother to ask me when it would take a two minute text exchange. She just expected I'd be okay with her using something I bought because we live together and didn't think of how it could inconvenience me if I needed to use garlic that night. To be fair to her, she said she'd replace it but didn't give any timeline on when that would be. For some important context, my current roommate knows I've had a history of shitty roommates that take advantage of my kindness. I chose her specifically because I didn't expect she'd be that type to do that, hence why this stung. Anyways, told her I was upset that she used it and that she needed Needed to replace it tonight. She fought back, but went out and bought some. She came back with the garlic cloves, separated and peeled instead of a fresh bulb. In my opinion, there is a difference in how the two taste, and I told her I wanted the actual bulb instead of what she got me. She started complaining, but went and bought the bulb, which should have ended things. I had forgiven her and moved on, but apparently she's been telling our friends a filtered version of the story to make me look bad and apparently mocking me for it, which obviously hurts. I don't think I'm the villain here. Am I the asshole? So, I guess let's do our ratings. Yeah, I feel pretty confident about this one. <laughs> Ooh, those Sharpie feelings are bringing me back. I was not really allowed around a lot of Sharpies. Mm -hmm. Though, honestly, it was probably because I was constantly drawing myself little tattoos. Yeah, same. <laughs> so I think I desensitized myself to the smell and then got them just confiscated. Yeah, I keep trying to think it through. Like, is there some kind of piece I'm missing? But, like, I don't know. Not, I think it'll be good to talk about, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think some people would think the other thing. But Okay. Da -da -da -da. Yeah, okay. Nice. So we both rated it a one. Yeah, there's, it's giving direct communicator. It's giving, I see the autism me and her. Like, I just, there's a lot <laughs> of things that it very much feels like the tension an autistic person and an allistic person would have. Maybe. Honestly, it just feels like this person just sucks. There's that too. Like, that, that's true. I feel like sometimes I'm like, yeah different neurotype miscommunication but i think any one of any neurotype would like who's not a dickwad yeah you know this person definitely does not care about the details there no that's definitely like fair. just uh because i think that they're right that they taste different yeah and it's especially like different applications like yeah they have no idea what they were going to use it for they could have needed the bowl to grow more garlic like yeah there's so many things right and it's like you use the thing like replace it like to their standards right yeah. and the fact too that even when they said i need it replaced can you get that tonight and they fought back it's just like yeah. what like it's just really wild to me and especially too i know i've had this issue too where it's like yeah we live together yeah it's probably going to be okay but you asking is like a huge act of care yeah. right i will most likely say yes especially if you say you're gonna replace it right but then yeah. i can at least give you a timeline or like, you know why or why not or whatever like it shows you care about the answer not yeah. just you're entitled to it and you expect me to comply like yeah it is about respect and i do definitely see the autistic vibes though of like being able to taste the difference between, <laughs> between the two garlics though i think also maybe someone who's just like really into food because i think like objectively there's no way they taste the same like the way that shrimp that isn't peeled is like more flavorful than peeled shrimp even though peeled shrimp is like more convenient 
Yeah. I mean, there's things like oxidation. Like, there's chemical things that happen. Like, yeah. right? Not even just, like... I don't know. I feel like some people might say it's, like, a psychosomatic thing. happening, But there's, like, tangible no, yeah. chemical changes as oxygen affects things. <laughs> like, that oxidation literally is a chemical process. Yeah. It is a chemical change. It is not a physical change. Literally. So, yeah. Definitely not the asshole here. And the fact, too, that the roommate was going around, like, painting her to be the villain. And it's like, wow. Like, oh, for some garlic? Yeah. Maybe five dollars of your life like girl it's giving petty it really is this reminds me of how like straight friend groups must be <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, this is my vietnam like but... <laughs> oh emma let me tell you what becca did to annoy me this week the uh, garlic <laughs> god almighty i just abby no sorry <laughs> ah oh yeah no Absolutely not. Never again. <laughs> Love a good cis normie name. <laughs> Just used derogatorily. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Jennifer. Oh my god. <laughs> Help. Susan. <laughs> okay. Next, I think, let's do the one that says, maybe asshole for telling my friend to stop streaming. Ooh, I'm curious about this one. So, am I the asshole for telling my friend to stop streaming? Also, the title actually has a typo in it, so it says for telling me friend to stop streaming, like they're a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Telling me friend. <laughs> telling me friend to stop streaming. Yar. <laughs> Arg. Yo ho ho in a bottle of rum. Sorry, I, <laughs> I fucking love pirates. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> So I, 25F, recently found out my best friend, 24F, is a streamer. She averages at least seven viewers a week and has about 50 plus followers. She told me she started streaming in October 2021, but stopped when her baby was born, March 2022. Her baby is about three months old, and I asked what she usually does on free time now that she has a kid. She told me that she still streams when she has time, and that's when I gave her a weird look. She asked me what's wrong, and I told her it's weird for a mom to be streaming, and she shouldn't be showing her baby live. She told me she doesn't show her baby nor her face to her audience. And I asked her about the baby making noise in the background. She told me that she streams while the baby is asleep and that even if her followers had heard it, they knew about her being a mom and respect that. I asked her if she was streaming for money and she said she was streaming for fun because it's something she enjoys and her husband supports it. I told her again that it's weird and she should stop streaming because she has priorities now as in her own baby and she should be taking care of them instead of streaming games for random people on the internet. She started crying and kicked me out of her house and I haven't talked to her since. I'm starting to wonder if I really am the asshole for what I said. It's the starting to wonder for me. It's the starting to wonder. But let's go ahead and write down our little vote number. Cause yeah. I could just point at this point. I feel like... Honestly, yeah. We're pretty binary about this. There hasn't been a lot of... Yeah. Well, I have my number written down. I'm going to point to it, so... Okay. Ta-da! Yeah, that's a five. 
five for me. <laughs> I also have written a five. We are in agreement that this person is the biggest asshole. Yeah. Whenever she's like, um, aren't you a mom? You shouldn't be streaming and like showing the baby. What? Did you even ask? It's like, I remember when we first got my dog and he was so like food insecure mm -hmm. that we had to feed him more often through the day than just twice a day. Right? So we would split his calorie intake by six and give him six small meals a day. Mm -hmm. So he would learn like he's going to get the food he needs. So we were explaining this to like a friend back in our hometown and like said, oh yeah, we feed the dog like at six different points in the day. And they're like, oh my God, you're overfeeding him. And it's like, wow, babe, you didn't even ask. Like, yeah. you didn't even check. Like the faux concern just to judge somebody. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, that pissed me off. People love to judge when they feel like they know a little something, something, you yeah. know? So people know like, oh, you shouldn't show babies online, which is like also like more complicated than that but just the assumption and the fact that she's like I don't though and so she just moved the goalposts. yeah and then also like you're a mom you shouldn't be streaming for fun moms are whole people yeah moms have entire lives before they have kids yeah. you best believe I'm gonna be pussy popping if I literally. ever become a mom like I'm, I'm not gonna stop being mixedusa just because I brought somebody into the world but like, there's a whole other life there like yeah and I don't even think this person's popping their pussy. They just want to play some just video games. While the baby's asleep. Like, they're not, yeah. like, it's not like the baby's in the corner crying. Like, they <laughs> literally would probably be playing video games anyways. So why not? Yeah. They're not allowed to stream it. There's just so many things about this that just, what's not clicking for you, Steven? But <laughs> yeah. Like, people are allowed to have fun. And also, I am curious about why she felt the need to say her friend's statistics at the beginning of this. Oh, that does like, feel petty. As as if to be like it's not even that popular a stream she's got, she's got seven streamers what's the big deal it's like because she's building a brand babe what do you yeah. know about it girl boss guys like geeky like, <laughs> <laughs> like it takes time and her friend is literally doing this for fun so the numbers don't even matter literally there's that yeah so yeah just while all the way around if you're really concerned you're gonna be asking questions at least in my book curiosity show more concern than snap judgments like don't do that yeah what a doozy Ooh, child. <laughs> all right yeah i'm excited for this one i don't think it has as much nuance as i was thinking people might be divided on it though i'd be curious to hear like tweet at us because i think this might be a little divisive amongst some people but we'll see mm. Am I the asshole for telling my sister that her engagement ring was cheap? Oh. <laughs> I'm already kind of pressed, but go on. Ooh, when it gets, it gets better. It gets oh, better. no. I, F26, have a wife, Katie, F26. I have a younger sister, Lydia, F22, who got engaged to her fiance, Seth, M24, around a month ago. Seth's family is pretty well off. His parents both work in the business sector and can afford a very lavish lifestyle. Although Seth has a decent job, his parents send him money regularly. He proposed to Lydia with a ring that they both constantly brag about, bragging about how expensive it is. Seth claims that the ring is worth about 50k. 50000. Oh. Yeah. Katie is a jewel so this is the poster's wife now that we're talking about and has been one for a long time so Lydia asked if I could clean and polish the ring as a favor Katie agreed she told me later in private that the ring is made of cheap materials and is worth no more than $30 uh, oh. 
that my memory issues erased you telling me about this because this is spicy. Yes. After a long conversation, we decided it would be best if I told Lydia. I talked to Lydia in private and explained to her as gently as possible that Katie had a good look at the ring and that it is definitely not worth the amount of money that Seth said it was. Lydia was shocked. She said Seth must have been scammed by whoever he bought the ring off of. Lydia later talked to Seth. I wasn't there for the conversation, but apparently Seth knew the ring was cheap and was hoping Lydia wouldn't find this out. Lydia ended up calling off the engagement, per, and is currently staying with a friend and not talking to Seth. (laughs) My parents are furious with me and Katie and are accusing us of sabotaging my sister's relationship and said we should have minded our own business. They said there's an unfair pressure on men to spend a lot of money on rings and that we were being selfish. A lot of our extended family also think we're the villains. So I'm wondering if what we did was the right thing. Edit. Lydia wanted the ring cleaned and polished as she had a photo shoot planned. Lydia isn't mad at me or Katie for telling her. She's just very upset that Seth lied to her. Poor baby. She literally was like, oh, maybe he got scammed. Oh. Yeah, no, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so who is the, like, person who's asking if they're an asshole? So she, the poster, has a wife, Katie. Okay. And the poster is sisters with the person who got the cheap ring. And so she's the one who told the sister that the ring was cheap after Katie investigated it. Okay. I will write down my rating. (laughs) You ready? Yes. And go. Yeah. Same rating. (laughs) Both of us gave a one. Not an asshole. Definitely not. The fact that family thinks that she's literally a villain for this, and there are so many people who really believe that it's none of your business, like, let them be happy shit. That's wild. And I would not doubt that there are some people who listen to this who might think that she is the asshole. I don't know. I have some more faith than our audience. Than I hope that. so, too. But it's such a prevailing thing in this country. Wild. But, like, yeah. I hear that. That's for sure. And even, like, I have faith in our listeners, right? But even, like, I think there's sometimes a way we gaslight ourselves too right Mm -hmm. into doing stuff like that and not even realizing but no no (laughs) yeah and like from the other perspective like i feel like i would say that she was an asshole if she didn't tell that's fair too yeah like how are you gonna be dishonest like i feel like that'd be being dishonest yeah what i could see people being like well she's the asshole she should have gone to seth and given him a chance to fess up who cares about Seth? I mean, I don't care about Seth, Who but I'm saying... Seth? He already chose to lie. Right. And, like, my thing is, too, is, like, there's an undue pressure. Admit, really? We just bought each other engagement rings, and at no point, like, we were both very transparent about what the situation was. Yeah. And, like, we bought within our means, and we're gonna upgrade when we can. You know, we're gonna vibe. Like Honestly, gonna... I love my ring. I have no intention of wanting to replace okay, it. Okay, well, then there you go. So <laughs> the thing is that, like, we, you know, picked things that were meaningful like we took our time to find things that we knew the other person would like and like you know I used my little money to get you something meaningful and I feel like that's what matters and I feel like it's a red flag if you're so fixated on like the physical value of the ring and I'm not saying our rings 
rings are cheap, but they're not like thousand dollar rings. No, 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 no. And that's yeah, and by like upgrade, right? Like that could look like a lot of things, right? Like we've been looking at like wedding bands or like mm-hmm. stackers and stuff to like yeah. frame the ring and like maybe there's jewelry that like necklaces and earrings that match the ring. You know, like we can yeah. we can grow on it. Like it doesn't really matter. It's just wild. Like you didn't have to lie about it completely unnecessary and literally just ego fuels because there's no other like what is the explanation alternatively and also the fact that we're both disabled sex worker black femme fat people and spent more on this ring than this white man with plenty of money like yeah okay to be fair they didn't say white it's giving but it's giving white like a guy named seth with parents that still give him an allowance yeah you're not telling me that's a non-white person like i'm sorry like so it's just wild to me and if you're not white i want you to personally hear from me that i'm incredibly disappointed (laughs) seth if you're hearing this fuck you dude like (laughs) fuck you seth fuck you seth yeah it also is just like it's just so wild like ugh, i hate it here just the fact that people in the family were saying they're an asshole and that there's an undue pressure admit shut up yeah i think there's maybe one exactly one category where i think that like men have it maybe a little difficult (laughs) and it's like having their like allegations of sexual assault taken seriously that's something men have trouble with that's it that is all i'm giving them and to be clear this means if a guy like get sexually assaulted yeah that's what right? I mean. not saying like if somebody were to bring up sexual allegations against the guy yeah that is, no just to clarify that's... i don't want nobody <laughs> coming with us yeah. don't do it <laughs> don't get don't we're get me twisted men need to be believed too and that's yes. not happening yes. so just a don't get it twisted that is literally the only place where i'm like eh, i guess it sucks to be a guy in that situation yeah. <laughs> but still yeah. it also sucks to be me too so I don't right. know. that's something where it sucks for us both congrats yeah. patriarchy has fucked us both yeah over. congratulations welcome. welcome to the club yeah. first time here yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is your first rodeo but i know baby i know it it's just not right but <laughs> and this is not funny by the way it's not it's not you know you laugh to keep from crying yeah <laughs> maniacally laughs myself to sleep as a joke it's fine <laughs> Yeah, wow, these have been pretty pass or fail. Yeah. Asshole or not asshole. <laughs> Honestly, I, like, wanted us to disagree on something. I, one of I them, at too. least. I thought the ring one would have a little more nuance, but no, I was... I think people are just gonna be weird about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, the... Am I the asshole for rehoming my brother's chihuahua and then lying about it? We, <gasps> we, we might disagree on this one, actually. This one might be a little... Oh. A little spicy. I forgot about it, honestly. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'm so curious about this one. Oh, no. Yeah, this will be a journey. People get <laughs> very upset about rehoming pets. And it's like, okay, I don't know. We'll talk about it more. Well, <laughs> all right. So, am I the asshole for rehoming my brother's chihuahua and then lying? Using a throwaway for this, I also know the title looks bad. Oh, uh, double homicide! <laughs> 
So, I live at home with my parents and my brother. My boyfriend has been allowed to stay in the house. Also in our home is our family boxer and my brother's chihuahua. Now, to say the chihuahua is nasty would be an understatement. He barks every time someone walks by. He pees in the house and constantly makes this annoying whimpering sound. My parents are at their wits end with this dog as well, but say they can't do anything about it since it's my brother's dog, even though they bought it for him as a gift. Last week, as I was walking down the stairs, my boyfriend tells me to come into the kitchen, where I could see that the chihuahua had torn apart my teddy bear that I'd had since I was little, presumably because it had took it from my storage room in the kitchen. I was at my wits end by this point, and me and my boyfriend decided to take the chihuahua to the local animal shelter. I was aware of the fact that my parents would likely be less than impressed with the actions I had taken, so I told my parents that the chihuahua was in the garden, and when I went to check on it, it was no longer there. My parents and my brother, who is obviously upset, have been putting up flyers for the dog. However, since I took the chihuahua to the shelter, the mood in the house has been a lot better, since the chihuahua was just a nasty piece of work, so I'm thinking the end may have justified the means in this case. However, I wish my brother wasn't as upset as he is. I've offered to buy him another small dog, e.g. a Boston Terrier, but he was really pissy about it. Am I the asshole in this case? edit my brother is 16 bruh my brother has trained the dog but i believe that a lot of chihuahuas are nasty ah! also my brother says that the chihuahua is his esa which i find hard to believe wait since esa are normally labradors or golden retrievers oh what the fuck edit number two when i gave the dog to the shelter i just said i found it as a stray no this this feels pretty pass fail to me honestly like <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of things to talk about in here, but yeah. oh, buddy. Ooh. I think we're going to disagree, like, marginally, but yeah, let's curious. see what happens. <laughs> I hope you keep the scribbling sounds in. <laughs> <laughs> this one okay. to be as obnoxious as possible to make sure you get right? Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So I have a four. Mm-hmm. And they have a five. I almost put a six. But I, I'll, explain, <laughs> I'll explain why. And it's not quite the situation. It's, again, picking up on things. But we'll, we'll yeah. get into it. <laughs> so, honestly, had this story stopped, like, if this story went, I rehomed the chihuahua when no one was home. And when everyone got back, I broke the news. You know, and I said what was done was done. Then I'd honestly probably lean to three territory. I don't think I'd be that upset. I think it's kind of shitty to do that without asking but it does sound like this dog didn't need to be in this home yeah i didn't want to agree with this person at all because of the dog racism as <laughs> yes, somebody oh who has a pit bull mm-hmm. right like people love some eugenic ass doggy racism shit titties are the black people of dogs they really fucking <laughs> are they really fucking are and also chihuahuas get a lot of shit yeah. and it's like nothing is inherently nasty or terrible about these dogs right so we have a brother who's 16 years old mm-hmm. who is working on training the dog mm-hmm. right is it fast enough for the needs of the household I don't know should he maybe have gotten a less challenging dog as his presumably first mm-hmm. dog the pet 
parents might have needed to talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, what levels, levels. Yeah, so maybe the training shouldn't all have been on the sixteen-year-old. The parents might have needed to invest it in it, and yeah. also like with training, it takes a lot of consistency and patience. It does. So it's like that's a lot of responsibility to put on a sixteen-year-old too. Yeah. I think I think we forget those are still children. Yeah, exactly. They're doing like eight, nine hours in school, then coming home doing three, four hours of homework, and then also having to eat extracurriculars, social life, sleep, like yeah, and also their brains are still developing. That's actually a lot of work. They don't have their brain wrinkles yet. They're yeah. doing their best. So yeah, mom and dad should have helped with the training a little bit mm-hmm. more. And also either found the capacity to have that patience or outsourced it and like got them into like a boarding situation where yeah. they could get trained. Especially for an emotional support animal. Mm-hmm. Like, and also the fact the sister was like, I don't believe that because they're normally blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Shut yeah. up. Shut up. That just doesn't make any Ugh. sense at all. But the, it became like, it started off like I could maybe understand where they were coming from and then it just kind of took a nosedive at the whole lying about what you did with the dog like to say that it just got out and to let everyone be looking and putting up flyers and I don't think they've told them to this day they never said that they came out with it no so and the other thing too is like I also have lived in a house with a dog who was somebody's full-on service animal and they weren't doing the training for it and they destroyed like handmade blankets two of them actually one of them my grandma crocheted for me Ooh. like a full blanket and then one that my brother sewed for me that was like custom made Aww. and he ate two blankets and so I'm walking into the kitchen and I'm seeing this teddy bear oh whoa like for a minute there I was like wow yeah I, I might be my wit's end at that point that yeah I, I definitely understand being like alright that's it and just scooping up the dog and being like we're going to the car this dog is going away now yeah. I think like did the sister mention why they're living there so it doesn't actually say why it just says so i live at home with my parents and my brother i guess that's also another layer yeah so it's like okay if you're living in a house with somebody there's two things that can happen one you all work together to navigate boundaries and needs Mm -hmm. and it's like my thing got destroyed i need something to happen right and then once you name that boundary you move accordingly so if their needs aren't getting met and they're not willing to have the needs met then you remove yourself from the situation exactly so it's like "Mm, i know housing is not that simple i get that Mm -hmm. also like maybe it's staying with other family members maybe it's something right but it does sound like mom and dad should have done more research especially for an emotional support animal Mm -hmm. should have invested more in training especially for the 16 year old kid like yeah that just feels really fucking unfair like this poor little brother yeah like this like one point for me is just the fact that like i can sympathize with making a poor decision while you are activated (laughs) yeah yeah because i i can't imagine a childhood toy like getting destroyed like and i'm I'm also i have to keep my stuffed animals in the closet Mm -hmm. right because he likes to grab anything he can so i know that i have to have it high up somewhere so she does mention it's in a storage somewhere in a kitchen yeah Uh, it's it's just but it's like i'm not really trying to blame her for that like i am curious it does sound like whatever it is this person felt like it should have been hard for the dog to get in there yeah presumably because it had took it from my storage room in the kitchen it makes me feel like it's like probably like a pantry or something like i don't know that these people are in the u.s so Mm -hmm. i also don't know if they'd be calling that something different but no yeah like i don't think it's victim blaming to say like there are factors that were maybe in your control yeah and it's also too like hindsight's 2020 right like it's like and especially too like it's not your dog you're not really building your life around this dog like i build my life around my dog because he's my emotional support animal and i know Mm -hmm. how wonky he can be but it's not even your dog you're like i'm trying to live my best life yeah and assuming 
hoping that things will be okay, but uh, not going that way. So. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Also, as someone with misophonia, like, I feel like the dog whimpering noise being bothersome, like, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> like, I love my dog so much. Who's actually a chihuahua mix herself. That's true. Yeah. I love my dog so much, but she makes noises that I find so grating. And I'm like, damn, girl, you are lucky. I love you very, very much yeah. <laughs> because I hate that noise. Like, I can't imagine a dog making a noise like that around who I didn't love. Like, yeah. Mm. You know, it's interesting, too, because I'm curious what the age of the dog is in this mm-hmm. situation. If it's a younger dog, plenty of time to train him. Yeah. If they're an elder dog, peeing around the house and whimpering, that's set in stone. Yeah. Like, and that's not to say that you can't train elder dogs, but I know that when my previous ESA, before he passed, the older he got, the more ornery he got. He would just pee wherever he wanted. He knew when to go outside, and he just wouldn't. Damn. They get an attitude sometimes, like they're Damn. little crotchety old <laughs> doggies. So it kind of sounds like an elder dog, just from my experience, too, which oh. mom and dad, what? What? Yeah, what? that's not a good ESA option. Which, yeah, like, with the right person, maybe. They do have, like, generally a calmer temperament and demeanor because mm-hmm. they're, they're older and, like, chilled out. But, yeah, if they're ornery in any capacity, no. <laughs> yeah. So I think mom and dad here is maybe more the asshole. Yeah, I think that mom and dad needed to have the reins a little more sternly yeah. in their hands in this situation because this kid is 16 and didn't deserve... Like, how traumatic is that? This dog disappeared. Like, that's an adverse childhood experience. Yeah. You You've given your 16 year old brother like why just wonder i wonder if they're alive somewhere hope they're okay like yeah like that's horrible and the fact whenever you're first reading through it and it's like oh my parents feel like they can't do anything because it's my brother's dog mm-hmm. and i'm like oh it's like an adult like i'm thinking this is like somebody oh. in their mid-20s mm-hmm. but the the brother's 16 so like yeah. what do you mean you can't do anything it's the brother's dog like i think they're probably thinking like they don't feel like they can do anything because like he loves the dog or like it was attached to it maybe yeah but it's like yeah you couldn't figure out investing in training yeah or come on now like it definitely feels like there must have been solutions on the table so this person in my mind is definitely an asshole i get where they were coming from but mm-hmm. also i'm not saying they have misophonia they because like i feel like if they did then that would probably be more central to the post yeah. honestly but like the reaction for that is like a pretty uncontrollable rage like you have no like literally zero control over how angry like certain noises make you so like it really feels like it could have been like a spur of the moment like yeah. let's just go let's go <laughs> and of course too it's like you know we have spur of the moment things and then we're still held accountable for it afterwards exactly. but they're not even willing to be accountable for what they did yeah. which is what I know that I'll lash out and like sometimes navigate a conversation poorly I'm like I'm sorry let me start over this is not how I wanted to do this mm-hmm. right like there's you know I'm crazy but I'm gonna be accountable for my crazy like yeah. <laughs> no. We're mad here, but like respectfully. Her. <laughs> yeah, also like chihuahuas were literally bred to be alarms. Like they're just doing their job. And I feel like that gives them such a bad reputation. Yeah. And this person literally kept calling them nasty. Yeah, it just feels so microaggressive. Yeah, like if you could be racist to a dog, I feel like yes. that this person is definitely broaching and then, that. Literally, when they were like, I offered to get him another small dog, like a boxer terrier, which is what their dog is. And it's like, really? Like, you're telling me you're not a doggy racist? Maybe a human racist too? <laughs> 
literally. I, I literally have not met a doggy eugenicist who wasn't somewhere on their races. Like, and they're always into golden retrievers also. And uh, they did specifically mention Labradors or golden retrievers. I literally, at the college I went to, there was somebody writing a book on how colorism even affected dogs. Yeah. And like how black dogs won't get adopted in shelters. Mm-hmm. And then they went and put a golden retriever on the cover of the fucking book. So it's like, wow. so it, it, it goes so fucking, the hate wow. for black people goes so deep it seeps into dogs like i also don't think it's true i think this person is thinking of a support animal or like a service dog yeah because it's not true that most esas are certain breeds that's just not the case like it's popular for like service dogs to be golden retrievers or labradors but esas are like notoriously like a broader spectrum of dogs normally because with service animals there's well of course there's different tasks that they do right but like you're generally looking for a certain size or like whatever and then like some orgs will specifically seek out certain breeds just because it's easy to mark and they're like we're a golden retriever facility blah 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 right yeah but yeah so it's like you don't even know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. shut up just whack Mm -hmm. like as someone who is because i'm working on getting a service dog i still haven't quite decided between owner training or this like organization but that's um, hard that's really fucking hard we might have to have a whole episode just talking about that like service dog stuff yeah and like ooh, just ooh, the way people will use it in not appropriate ways and co-opt it and make it harder for people who need it yeah (laughs) it really does suck especially since like people are really apt to assume that your service animal is like make-believe mm-hmm. and it's because there are people who do that who will just claim Literally. that their animal is a service animal and it sucks because there's no like there's no like registry of service animals right like you don't yep. need to go anywhere and be like my dog is a service dog or like my fish is a service fish i don't know Literally. how you'd have a service fish but you know what i mean yeah and so like people can just claim that and it sucks because i I wouldn't want that to change, right? I wouldn't want them to make it so, like, oh, now you have to register your animal. Like, every time you have, like, every time you decide you're going to put an animal in training, you have to go register them as a service animal in training. Then you need to go register them as a service animal. Like, that would be horrible. But also, like, it does suck that people are allowed to do this. There's people who will literally claim an emotional support animal just to get out of, like, pet deposits and stuff, right? Which pet deposits are weird anyway. Like, there's, there's just so many, like, capital is so fucked and it's got people co-opting like things disabled people need mm-hmm. <laughs> one more thing is that accessibility helps everyone mm. right and like esas are not like specific to disabled people right like anybody true. can have an emotional support animal everyone has emotional support needs yeah that's true and so it's like what if instead of make believing that your animal is an emotional support animal you just actually got one because yeah. it probably would help you if you weren't a jerk. <laughs> right. Like, but you don't want to put in as much work as disabled people have to put in. And that's why you're just, yeah. you know? It's the people who will be like, oh, this is my support animal. I'm going to bring them into this restaurant. It's like, ma'am, that is a violation of food. Help. Yeah. Also, are ESAs even allowed in? No. That's the thing. So people will register ESAs and be like, I need them on the airplane. I'm bringing them in the restaurant. It's like, that's, that's not even how that thing, works. Babe. That's not a service dog. And then like, that's how shit gets 
it's more gay kept for disabled people. It's mm. like, y'all don't like, Anyway, I love my dogs. I love my ESAs. <laughs> I'm very sad that the 16-year-old lost out on his because of this whole situation. It just sounds like yeah. a rough time all around. Like, woof. Yeah, I hope that if you're listening, you are an asshole. And you better replace your brother's dog with a dog yeah. of their choice. Their choice. Damn it. Stop being a doggy racist. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, okay. great. What's that? <laughs> And on that note, uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, this was super fun. We should definitely do more of these. I also think it'd be fun to like go live and take people's live Am I the Asshole submission, maybe? Like yeah, they email could be or interesting. something. Yeah, yeah, that could be fun. So. Yeah, also at some point during this episode, you said that they should tweet at us. So I just went ahead and made us a Twitter. Oh, nice. Thank you. So <laughs> that I didn't make you a liar. So, <laughs> so um, you can tweet at us coming out evil. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't taken. Brand uniformity, Her. baby. <laughs> so, yeah, tweet at us. I'll probably post stuff, ask questions. I really want to do a QA. Oh, I would point. love that. Yeah. So, maybe we'll get the gears turning on that too. Yeah, that would be yeah. so fun. All right. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah, whenever we feel like it. Perfect. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hell yeah. <laughs> We have a website. We have a website. <laughs> and now it's linked on Spotify for your convenience. Yeah. You can open the see all because probably I read a long ass description. <laughs> so click see all, click on the links, visit our website. You can tip me. You can you know, tip them. If you got something, give us a We'd love point. that. <laughs> so yeah. Music by Audionautics.com.